What's up, Friday night fuckheads? Welcome back to Hatsune Miku's Crack House. This is episode 61. I'm your host, as always, Sam Kingma. And joining me is my best friend and co-host, Miles J. Miles, what's going on this week? You know, I think we should start with you, because you had a very exciting week this week. I did. And I, did. And I, I don't want to do that thing where I say something fucking stupid, and then it becomes <laughs> the whole show. I I realized I realized Sam Sam if I open this week I was and I was afraid I was afraid you'd be like the fuck's going on this week cuz I said if I open this week <laughs> Sam will not talk at all about his time at Comic-Con at Anime Midwest Well, I wasn't even close. I wasn't even close. Rosemont, Illinois. It's a public fucking event, so you, you can look it up, but I, I'm fucking, I don't care, I'm doxing the event, bro. Um, I'm doxing the event that you could just go to the website and look up. Also, you're doxing um, an event that is over. So, over. <laughs> <laughs> that by the time you're listening to this happened last weekend. Um, but. We raised yeah, their no. attendance by two. Yes. Yeah, so this was my, at Anime Midwest specifically, I think my third or fourth time at Anime Midwest. At, in the Rosemont Convention Hall, they hold two. They hold Anime Central, and they hold Anime Midwest. I've gone to both. Anime Central is basically Anime Midwest, but three times bigger. Held in the exact same convention hall, same fucking everything. Just sometimes shits in different places every year, which is fucking annoying. Uh, <laughs> it's literally a fucking roguelite, dude. You go to the fucking <laughs> convention center, your fucking map's different. And, 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 oh god, dude, it took us 30 minutes. On the first day, it took us like 35 minutes to find our fucking car. To be like, how the fuck do we get back to this parking garage specifically? In this maze of fucking buildings disgusting randomly generated convention center honestly honestly miles um and also like let me just say bad level design this convention irl bad bad level design level design Uh, actual irl bad level design now let me before i get get into it further i just want to say this and i'll I'll talk about this more a bit later mike's like my experience, my emotional experience of the con, fantastic, excellent, 9 out of 10. The actual con itself, the content of the convention, mid, a mid, in all caps, this uh, this year. Because it's like My Hero well, Academia. You know, I'm actually 80 fucking chapters into My Hero Academia. I've been reading it the last couple days. Manga, way fucking better. Now, that's in- that's interesting. Okay. It's such a better fucking read. Like, the only... I was discussing it with another... I'll get back to the convention, I swear. I was discussing with a friend of mine about the My Hero manga... Excuse uh, me, anime. And the cool thing about the anime is that because My Hero has a really fucking big ensemble cast... The anime has room to breathe and lets them, like, spend more time on the other characters that isn't Deku. But I'd rather take the way better, quicker pace of the manga. Because I've, like, I would have only finished, if I were watching 
which I have. I've already watched all the content I've read through thus far. If I were to watch that again in the time it took me to read 82 chapters, I would have only gotten like 40% of the way through the story. And like, that that sounds rough. That's rough. But anyways, convention. Uh, A-mid. Because, uh, the, the, first of all, place had fucking terrible level design. So let me just say this. So the... The convention was split up into two main hubs. The actual convention hall and then one of the embassy hotels that was that's connected through a relatively long skyway. Now, it takes about six to seven minutes walking. Like five to seven minutes walking, depending on foot traffic. And it's not a fun split. It's not a fun split. So it's like the best way to describe it. Is I actually like, I, I have the best way to describe it. Are you ready? Yeah. I've already I'm thinking ahead on this. The best way to describe it is when you return to Mother Base in Metal Gear Solid 5, the Phantom Pain, and you want to manually get to another strut on Mother Base, and you gotta take yes. that Jeep and you gotta drive. But Miles, I'm going to do you one better because okay. thank you for Mother Base because it's ex- it, it feels the same way. Like when you drive across Mother Base, that feeling of content you have is what you feel anytime you're in, by the way, the world's hottest hallway, the world's hottest skyway ever. Um, but it's like, but the thing about Mother Base is that you never have to go to the other struts, really. You can do everything on the one strut. Anything you really need to get done, you can do on the one place. You can also mail yourself between the struts, so you you never have to drive. You can just use the exact, cardboard box transportation. True. You have other options. But it's just like, that's to say it's like, oh, if you wanted to change out Snake's loadout, you're on shell one. But if you wanted to invest in R&D, you have to go to, to, to Shell 2. So it's like, if you want to shop and you want to be next to some of the panel rooms, like 40% of the panel rooms in a non-insignificant amount of panel rooms, you're, you got to be in the conventional. But if you want to go to the arcade, you want to go to the manga section, which was closed the entire weekend for some reason. You want to go to the tabletop RPG section. You want to go to the other panel rooms. You want to go to the fucking bar, the Hyatt Regency bar. You got to make that six minute fucking hike over there. And the problem was, is that it just made everything a pain in the ass. It was like, well, we're at the arcade, which I'll get to in a second. I have fucking words about that. But it's like, we're at the arcade right now. We want to go back and maybe look around and shop more. But we also have another panel that's in the fucking hotel and we don't want to go back to the fucking convention center because it's going to be a fucking 15 minute walk there and back. So it just made like it really made like going around and like doing stuff like kind of a pain in the ass. And we were late to fucking every panel. Next up, Arcade was pitiful this fucking year, Miles. I'm I'm talking Pitiful, dude. I'm talking Great Wolf Lodge in Wisconsin <laughs> hey, hey, Dells hey, Arcade. Hey, don't you do that to the Great Wolf Lodge. They have that awesome FMV-based interactive Harry Potter-like video game that you do in real life. Don't you dare. I remember 
I, okay, I hate to fucking, I hate to do this to myself, but I'm going to fucking side tangent about this. Wisconsin Dells has one and only S tier, SS tier hotel, and it is the Wilderness Hotel. Is one of the what I would consider greatest locations in human history, like one of the like seven earthly heavens, one of which is the Wilderness Hotel. It's just incredible. It's a fucking water park, like cabin lodge hotel, and it's fucking awesome. Uh, but one time, and my parents and my brother and I would go there for trips as when we were kids all the fucking time. Oh yeah, I did as well. But there was, was base, but. Yeah, it was awesome, right? Because yeah, you grew up in uh, Michigan, right? Uh, yeah, I did, and we and I went there once. Um, and I was a fucking, fucking sensitive ass little baby bitch. I was like eight or nine years old, so I went there with my fucking Hebrew school group, and and Ooh, someone said that's... someone said something. It was like the most irrelevant non thing, and I just started crying, and and so like I I had to be convinced to stay. I called my parents to pick me up, and oh, instead wow. and Damn. instead uh, a counselor was like. Hey, Miles, you should stay. Uh, I don't know. That's my attempt at doing, like, a rabbi voice or something. And it was awesome, dude. I stayed. It yeah. was the best fucking day of my life. And and also, the kid apologized because he was not mean. I was just sensitive. But there was one time, there was one time we stayed at the Grateful Plotch. And I, I could, I want to just make this clear. There might be another similarly named Wolf Lodge no, there is, in the Wisconsin there is Dells. There several Great Wolf Lodges, and one of them is in Michigan. And let me tell you about the Great Wolf Lodge in We Michigan, stayed so. at the one in Wisconsin. Real quick, we stayed at the one in Wisconsin Dells, and I, it was like, I, I, it was one of the most, like, I cannot believe the downgrade here. Like, I can't, like, why the fuck did, it was like one of those, why the fuck did we even come out here type, type deals? Because it was like the water park, there wasn't a water. First of all, there was no water park. They had one of those shitty hotel pools. <laughs> so, like, not, not, not sick. Not bueno. They also had, again, the world's shittiest arcade ever. With, like, no good fun games. All the ticket machines were cheap, like, were cheap, cheap cheating pieces of garbage. Um, and that place sucked ass when we never went back. But, uh, anyways... Um, uh, but but here's the thing though. There is a second Great yes. Wolf Lodge, and it's the most amazing experience in human history. It the is the Alpha and the Omega. The Alpha. This is the Alpha Great Wolf Lodge because, uh, and I, I might even have it with me. At that Great Wolf Lodge, they had an interactive game where you could play it. They gave you a little yes. wand with like an IR sensor on the end of it, right? So it was a little yes. magic wand, and it was like, hey, you're gonna learn how to be a wizard. You got to run around the hotel and find the interactables and interact with them with your wand, right? And so, like, yeah. you got you had to learn different spells by doing by going between the things. So it'd be like that's it'd be like if you find the neat. suit that of armor, there. what was that? That was not there. Yeah. My great if you while. find the suit of armor, you'll learn the protection spell. And it's like, okay, we got to find the suit of armor. So, you know, you're running around. There's a suit of armor. You hit it. You, you flick it with your IR sensor. And then it fucking talks to you. It'll be like, oh, another wizard trying to learn my spell. Like shit like that, right? And then yeah. there was a big kiosk. It was a big kiosk with like a couple buttons. It looked like a Project Diva arcade uh, machine, right? With like the four big buttons. And, and it had like a movie screen. And and there were boss fights. 
that you could do. Once you mastered your magic spells, you could do boss fights. So there was one against, like, a goblin, one against a dragon, and the dragon one is really funny because you're doing it to, like, save a princess, and then once you beat the dragon, there's Very an... Very Harry F- Potter? There's an FMV of the princess, like, singing a song for you. And it's like, it, it feels like virtual Hydlide. Like, one of those moments where, like, you, you truly entered the 90s of video games, where they got, like, a live-action actress to act out this cutscene in 240p. It's like Night Trap. And, and that was the most, genuinely one of the most based experiences of my that life. That sounds pretty, pretty excellent it was, right there. It fucking ruled. Now, 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 Miles, let me pitch something. Let me pitch something as, like, possible future crack house content. I looked it up while you were telling your story, and there are 18 Grave Wolf Lodge locations. Now, I don't know about you. That's a pretty finite, reasonable number. Yeah. What if, for content, we visit and spend the night at all 18 (laughs) Great Wolf Lodges? Yeah, so we do 18 episodes from each of the Great Wolf Lodges. (laughs) And then when all is said is done, we create the definitive <laughs> Great Wolf Lodge tier list. Okay, I'm I'm in. I'm in on this one. I'm in. We gotta How go to the one in Michigan, and and we gotta see if the IR sensor based <laughs> wizard game is still there. It taught dude, me the word what magi. The, uh, that dude, game. do you think they fucking lost the rights to Harry Potter? No, it's not Harry Potter. It was just like a meme. Oh, okay. It's just like okay. Harry Potter. It's, it's it was, not. okay, okay, fuck. I thought it was a Harry Why the Potter. fuck would J.K. Rowling be like, all right, look, people are hey, asking man, me to open up these things. 2005, 6 was a fucking different time for HP. It man. really wasn't. It was like always a big deal. 2005 and 2006. But it was an extra big deal. It was an extra big deal. Like, it's... Harry Potter hasn't like lost its cultural relevancy, but it's significantly waned since the final movie came out. Yeah, but which the, the thing about totally reasonable. The final movie with the great—I mean, when I went to the Great Wolf Lodge, I mean, it might have been two thousand four, right? Like a fucking yeah. Goblet of Fire had just come out. Like, yeah. so there's no fucking way that J.K. Rowling would have been like, "All right, I could, I could franchise my fran- my thing anywhere. I'm gonna give it to the Great Wolf Lodge." Like, why the fuck would she do that? I know that she's a fucking idiot, and her story sucks, but, um, Harry Potter's mid. Sorry, white women. Harry Potter's mid. Find somebody anyways, else to, to align your identity with. You thought about Avatar, of, everyone else uh, is doing it. Yeah, speaking of less than mid, uh, the fucking eight mid arcade. So they had, let me break this down to you, Miles. Let me break this fucking down for you, Miles. How sad this shit was this year. Now, let me be clear here. In previous years, in previous years... The arcade is typically located in a relatively huge part of the convention hall, usually right upstairs, um, if you've been to Donald E. Stevens Convention Center before. Um, And it's pretty big, and they have a ton of arcade cabinets, they have a ton of rhythm game cabinets, they have a bunch of home console setups, and and they have a run a bunch of tournaments for Mario Kart and Smash and fighting games, and it's fun as fuck. Uh, and I, I think they did, like, I saw them doing, like, League and shit one year. It's cool. It's cool. Um, and this year they had three DDR cabinets. On Friday, one of them didn't work. So they had two DDR cabinets and one of them sitting there. Another one just sitting there. Uh, they had a Fate fighting game. Uh, Marvel vs. Capcom 2. Uh, another SNK game to the right of it. Uh, and that was it. 
And that was the arcade. Doesn't that technically year. not make it an arcade? Don't you have to have a certain amount of, of games to be classified as an arcade? I mean, we could call it an arcade, but it's the world's most pathetic arcade. Is well, what I, I would call I, it. I, right now, the amount of games technically classifies it as an Applebee's, according to U.S. law. True. That is that is true. I now, wish that one of the moments where I wish that this was a video program because when I said that Sam was drinking water, right? He was drinking water from his like thermos, and I said that, and his eyes bulged out like Eric Eyeball. Like I, <laughs> I was I was like, God damn it, we lose so much content because this is an audio program. Uh, the only program. I swear it's worth it. My hope, Miles, my hope is that after, like, another six months to a year of doing the show, we have an, around episode 90, we have enough practice at doing it that we can just do it live and it'll be fine. And, yeah, we'll just do, we'll just do Castle Super Beast. Yes, that would be incredible. Here, I would love pitch. to get to a point where I could do that. Here's my pitch, Sam. Okay. We do 100 episodes. And then, as our celebration of 100 episodes, we do the rest of the show live. That's the plan. Okay. I could be persuaded to do that. Yeah. I could be persuaded to yeah, do that. That's, that's the plan. But so yeah, anyways, this arcade sucked. But the silver lining was, when we went back on Saturday, good weeb Samaritans at the local, near the convention center, brought in their PlayStation 4s and 5s and Switches and monitors and shit, and just set up in one of the rooms nearby. Just of their own volition so i did get to play like an hour of strive with like random people and it was fun as fuck um but i went shopping i bought a bunch of beautiful prints which i posted in our discord link in the podcast description please join if you like the show um i also bought a fucking bomber jacket that looks sick it's too fucking hot outside to like wear it anytime soon but uh that's pretty cool. And yeah, we went to three panels, two of which were funny but uneventful. But we went to a Sonic panel. Because of course we went to a Sonic panel. Of course we went to a Sonic panel. Miles, why wouldn't? Why wouldn't we? And myself and my buddy Billy sit down at, at and we're talking to a couple behind us. Uh, about the convention and about fucking Sonic and all this fucking bullshit. And we know around 5.35 that, hey, five minutes have gone by. Panelists haven't showed up yet. That's kind of weird. And then we mentioned to the, the couple, hey, we actually hosted, Billy and I, hosted the 18 plus Sonic panel from two years ago at the last day of it. And they're like, oh shit, really? What made it 18 plus? I'm like, I love to say fuck. Anyways, um... If I'm like, if these guys don't show up in the next, like, five minutes, we're going to go up there and we're going to just host the panel. And they're like, fucking do it. And they're like, like, they don't think I'm going to do this shit. And I'm like, yep. Yeah. I'm like, bro, just fucking watch. So after, so we check. Clock hits 540. No one shows up. So we, so we stand up and we say, all right, we're commandeering this panel. And everyone fucking applauds. And it fucking begins. So we get up there and we grab the fucking mics. Lo and behold, three other gentlemen step up to the plate. We have a guy in a, um, uh, like a doctor's professor outfit. Um, he kind of looked like, uh, uh, Shinra from, uh, Dararara. I hope that's his name. I hope I remember that name correctly. Um, the doctor, professor guy. Anyways, uh, we had another, another gentleman join us. And then a guy named Doc 
who was dressed like Richter Belmont, so that's why I remember his name. Uh, <laughs> but we get up there, and we just start fucking bulling with the with four, like 35, 40 people in the crowd about Sonic. About Sonic. And now, some people... Now, now people will ask online, Miles. You'll see sometimes, you'll see this question thrown around. What could you give a TED Talk on? Like, if you had to give a TED Talk right now, what could you give it on? Well, guess what, Miles? I successfully performed that task. I instantaneously, zero prep time, no, I'm the fuck Batman. I had zero prep time for this Sonic panel, and I got up there, and I fucking did it. I fucking did it. Now, Miles, let me just say that Amid's panel list this year, pretty slim pickings for the good shit. That's why we didn't go to too many. We had multiple, Billy and I, after a few hours after the panel, had multiple people come up to us who were at the panel, who we ran into later on a happenstance, and say, yo, that panel was fucking great. Top three panel. I've seen this at, at, at this convention. So we fucking killed it. We fucking killed it. And we'll post the picture to prove that I did this because I took a picture to prove it because I don't want anyone doubting me that this occurred. It'll be on Twitter the day this goes up. So fucking check that out. Follow us there too. That's fucking base, dude. That's base as fuck. Congratulations. It was. Thank you. Now also what made this uh, even better uh, was I was pretty fucked up. (laughs) When this... when this uh when this thing happened yeah this is this was like the first convention i got i'm like yeah i'm gonna get really fucked up and just see what happens and yeah that's the that's the way see, that's see the you're, way. you normally we would say i'm sonic i'm sonic but i think in this case you have to say i'm blaze i'm blaze yeah yeah you know me i'm blaze the cat all right now there was one more fucking wrinkle to the story one more fucking wrinkle as we are doing the presentation as we're talking about sonic Someone asked a question about like Sonic Adventure Three, and I'm listening to the guy sitting next to my buddy Billy, who's the guy in the the professor outfit who looked like uh, Shinra from fucking Dorara. And I'm listening to him speak, and I'm like, "Hey man, this voice, this voice kind of sounds sort of familiar. I think I've heard this guy before." I'm like, "Do I know him?" And I'm like, "Maybe." And I'm thinking about it through the through the convention, and then I'm like, "Wait a minute, no fucking way. Is it is it really him?" So after everything's said and done. And we're all, the five of us who were up there were all, you know, fucking giving each other high fives and chit-chatting or whatever. I ask him, I say, hey man, weird question for you. (laughs) And I say, do you by chance happen to run a YouTube channel primarily focused on the Shin Megami franchise of video games? And he goes, yes. I'm like, does your channel happen to be gnarly? And he goes, yes. And lo and behold, I met Gnarly at a fucking at fucking Amid. And Talking we about Sonic. The fucking Sonic panel. Yeah, for those for the record, for those who don't know, Gnarly is I probably like the go-to like SMT guy on YouTube. And he he did the uh, a lot of the persona like can you beat with only can you beat the game with only the starting persona challenges is like what he's what you've probably seen him for. Um, cool ass dude. We follow each other on Twitter now. Good, good, good guy. Good dude. <laughs> so that was fucking sick too. Um, and yeah, I had a great time at the event. It was fucking awesome. That's that's sick. I love conventions, and I don't go Aren't to enough great, of them. Dude? 
and I don't go to enough of them. Um, and I'd love to do more. I would love to one day be able to host a crack house panel at a convention and just. Oh, dude! Yeah. I would absolutely. I would absolutely do it. I would at the moment it made sense to do it. I would. I would gladly do it. Yeah, and and we, we would we just would literally just do the show. We would just do the yeah, show. It, it would just be a live version of the show. I would. Um, what convention? Should we try to hold the crack house panel at? It like, sounds what like do we got to do it. Be? It sounds like we have to do it in Florida because like all the fans are in Florida. Apparently everyone's in fucking is Florida. Is that true? I don't know. I don't know. Everyone I know is in fucking Florida. All my, all I would gladly fly out. I would, if, if I had a decent flight, I would gladly fly out for a Florida convention. Is it? Oh, fuck. What the fuck's out in Florida? There is like a, there's a couple like of conventions. A, there's like an there's like an A tier gaming convention in Florida. Like, am am I wrong about that? No, no, am I, I off base. No, there. Well, there's there's MegaCon and MegaCon's a big deal, but that's more of an anime and and geek convention. But it's MegaCon's based. Um, and then I, th- I there's another one I think that's in like Miami or or Kissimmee or something. Yeah, I'm just like. I'm like kind of scrolling through. Okay, n- none I like recognize on on this list. Although I'm sure these events are like pretty fucking good. Honestly, like local cons kind of slap. Yeah. Local cons. There, like, there's a fun energy rule. to them as long as you don't have expectations of like I'm gonna get some cool rare shit. Like it's fun to just do a local con and just like show up and be like, great, what the fuck is there to do? I guess socialize with other fucking losers in my area. Yo, I gotta be honest. I so for all the prints and stuff I bought, I bought nothing but shit from either Artist Alley or like fan, like like custom yeah. like, art and stuff. And that all that shit I bought is like way better than any single piece of official artwork I could have bought. Like, it's it's insane. Like uh, some of these prints I got for like fifteen twenty bucks, I'm like this this is insane. I can't. This is such a good price. And if this was like official art, it would cost like forty fifty dollars. Yeah, and it wouldn't even look as good. Look at this. Look at this. Look, no one else can see this, but I got a, I got a yeah, Miku a- picture behind me that's like amazing, and it was like I, fucking uh, unbound soul sent this one to me. He sent this to me in the mail, I think, if I recall. I don't know. Yeah. I, I got it somehow. Oh, you know what? No, they gave it to me. I met them in real life, I think, and they gave it to me. Uh, no, that can't be it. When? How did I get this? Where? Who, can you please at me on Discord? Tell me where the fuck how did you I got this? this? Get get on the show and tell tell us how you got this. You know, it's one of those things where because you just you just reminded me of a time that someone bought me an item from a convention, and I remember, and it was years and years and years ago when I was in high school. A friend of mine was going to a convention. I wasn't going to be able to be there. I would think it was going to be out of the state, I think, for something. Um, and she was like, hey, you want me to get you anything? I'm like, yeah, uh, I like anime. At this point, I have watched three shows. I've watched, like, nothing. Uh, and I'm like, yeah, I like Heaven's Lost Property. Give me some of that shit if you can find it. Now, Miles, I don't know if you've seen Heaven's Lost Property. This shit etchy as fuck. Etchy as and it's and it's pretty nutty so needless to say i have this wall scroll of like this crazy naked angel with the biggest titties um that i'm just like i can't hang this up this is my parents house for fuck's sake i can't 
I can't fucking do anything with this. So I've just been sitting on this fucking item. And every couple years, and I'm reminded of it because I recently had to move it again. Every couple years I have to move it for some reason, and I'm reminded of its existence. I'm like, oh, fuck, thank God nobody fucking found this. Because um, I just, I just, I don't want to fucking answer those questions, dude. It's too many fucking questions. One, one time I, I was having guests over. So I, when you came over, I hired a maid. Yeah. And I do this every time, unless it's certain guests that I don't give a shit about. Like, it it was rare for you, and I we specifically, my apartment was disgusting because it had been a year since I'd had it properly cleaned. I like to get it cleaned every now and then by, like, a professional. Or, like, my mother will come in and do it because she actually knows how to use vinegar on a Why bathtub. Why don't you clean your own apartment? Why? <laughs> I, clean, I clean it minimally. I dust, I vacuum, and I clean the sink, right? But, like, like... Like the like the shower and the bathtub, like the bathroom, the tiles, that has to be deep cleaned, right? I do I do maintenance. Oh yeah, bathrooms. I, oh yeah, I was I was always very negligent of the bathroom. Yeah, like I do maintenance on my own apartment. I wash the dishes, I wash out the sink, I clean the countertops, I dust and I vacuum. I think the things most people consider cleaning, but like my mom has taught me no. That's not cleaning. Cleaning is getting a fucking vinegar solution, filling the whole fucking bathtub with it, and then then cleaning out the grouts of your tiled bathroom floor. Like that's cleaning. My folks, my folks would get along with with your parents, I think. Oh yeah, because my dad's the same way. My dad's the same way. That's like my mom's thing. Like every now and then she'll she'll put on, and I always recognize her. she has this old ratty shirt with a bunch of holes in it. It's like this gray shirt, and she has these like red look, look kind of like yoga pants looking things. She'll get in that shit, and and I when I see that shit, I'm like, oh. Fuck! The whole house is gonna smell like fucking vinegar, and we're gonna clean this fucking place down. That's our whole thing. Whenever she gets in that outfit, I fucking know the deep clean is coming, and I'm gonna have to learn. I'm gonna be lectured once again about 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 deep cleaning my shower and and all these things. And I'm like, mom. You soap in the shower. Shouldn't it already now, be clean? Be clean. <laughs> yeah. And, but 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 then uh, I don't know. I don't know. You got to deep clean these things. So I will hire a cleaning service, and I'll be like, "Hey, do the crap I don't want to do. Like, do the fucking bathroom, the fucking grouts in the, in the bathroom, and all that shit. Fucking dust under the couch. Like, do all that crap for me, and I'll pay you like two hundred bucks. And and but uh, the first time that I did, where where was I going with this? Where the fuck was I? Yes, I remember now. So the first time I did this, uh, it was it was we we were just doing it to have the apartment clean. Like we you know we it was just time to get it clean, right? So uh, for those of you who don't know, I have two Daki Makaras. One I bought as a joke. One that I am dead fucking serious about owning, right? So the first one is like a fucking low quality kind of crappy docky of Hatsune Miku that I bought at a convention specifically because my friends were there and I wanted to do it to embarrass them. It and, sucks ass. Yeah, and I did. Take it from a guy who touched it. It's not It's, it's not, not that good. It's yeah, it's 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 like 3 feet tall. So it's barely a real body pillow. The illustration is like clearly stolen. It's, like, clearly stolen art and, like, reprinted because it's not form-fitted to the pillow. It's, it's clear that it's supposed to be a bigger image that they shrunk down and, and cropped because, like, her legs are just missing 
in this Ooh. in this. So it's kind of a crappy docky, and I only bought it to like piss off my friends. But what I loved is is the woman at the con called the pillow her. She's like, all right, make sure you clean her, make sure you take care of her, uh, don't fold her up. And I was like, you're great. Thank you. You respect the waifu life. Thank you. Um, and then the second one uh, is one of Satania, as we all know, my favorite. Um, and that one is like the real fucking deal. It's like an official docky, like with the Doga Kobo anime art style. It doesn't look anything like the Ukami art style of the manga. It's, it, it is specifically the anime rendition of the character. Um, and it's just like... On one side, it's, like, her holding, like, a plush animal, and then on the other side, it's, like, her in a swimsuit. Nothing, you know, it's it's not, like, super lewd. Because um, I, I wanted I want a wholesome docky. I'm not, I'm not really about, like, the lewd dockies. But the thing is, and the other reason this Miku one sucks, is that on the other side, it is lewd, but minimally lewd. It's just, like, her, and you can see, like, her butt and her underwear. It's, you know, it's, like, it's whatever, you know? Again, minimally it's lewd. It's mid. It's, it's mid-lewd. And, and so, but I left it out, right? And when I came back after the cleaning service and cleaned my room, the docky was on the bed, on the panties upside. And I just fucking know this, this fucking foreign maid saw this thing and went, no, no, he doesn't get to pretend. He doesn't get to pretend I didn't see this. I'm going to, I'm going to send him a message. I'm going to leave him a message, and it's that she put it on the lewd side, facing up and facing towards me, because that was her way of saying, hey, I know why you own this. Don't think I don't know this. I had to see it, and you have to live with the fact that I saw it. That was her message, and she didn't say a fucking word to me, probably because she didn't speak English, but mostly because she didn't have to, because that... That shit spoke loud. That shit spoke loud, dude. I understood yeah. every fucking word of seeing the blue and white Shima Pond staring back at me it's after some, I had a foreigner in my Hideo house. It's Hideo Kojima transcending language type, type it, shit. It's, it's, it is the equivalent of, 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 like, the Patriot's hand sign from Snake Eater, where you know what it means. You just fucking know what it means when Ocelot does this with his hands. It's like ballet. It's like it's like ballet mime, you know. When she when she crosses her leg and she holds her hands out in front of her, that means she's scared. <laughs> like you you don't you know what that means. Fuck. Fuck. That's good. But yeah, no. Other than the convention, I haven't really been up to anything uh, too too crazy. Uh, what about you? Well. I mean, I guess for you're out of content. Apparently, you have an hour and a half's worth of content today. If if we, because apparently, if you started talking, we would have never talk, spoken about the. Uh, I I don't, but I stuff. do have stuff I can talk about, right? So, Please. first things first. Um, I have been helping my father after he recently had a hip replacement surgery. I've been helping him. Uh, the idea though was I was supposed to come back to Florida. Epstein's the president, and and uh, it's funny. It's. It will not it be will funny. It will not be funny. <laughs> the following program will not be funny. Um, so, yeah, I can't... Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's the theme song. That's the new... That's the season two theme song. <laughs> oh, we're doing a season two theme song, like, like Peace Sign from Little Witch. Um, the only one I know... That's the only thing about Little Witch I know besides Sussy is there. 
<laughs> Besides fucking sussy. Sussy is like has the similar energy to like Cucky from the Sonic games of like sussy only, and like is, is someone who's like exter- like funny in retrospect. Yeah. No and until t- until 10 years ago no one cared. Yeah. Sussy and 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 that it's it's um <laughs> sus Weebus and and Sus Weebus head. and fuckhead, yes. No, we- we- Weebus Weebus and Weebus sus and Sushead. <laughs> Ooh. The family just, friendly version. I, I kinda like I that. love the idea Weebus of just changing I, I love the idea of just changing fuckhead's name. Like Weebus and Cuckhead, Weebus and Sushead. <laughs> That's like his bit. Like he's like Butch from Pokemon where everyone butchers his name. Yeah. But uh But uh yeah, so so I I was only supposed to be here for like a week and a half, right? It was like eleven days, right? Something like that. Yeah. Um, but they said thirteen days have passed. Yeah. Thirteen days later. Uh, the thing is, they have not confirmed that he can be left on his own. They said that he can be left on his own safely by July 9th, which is the day you're listening to this. Lucky me, because uh, I can go home. Uh, and I and I love being home. Love being with my parents. I love my parents. Uh, they're boomers, not genetic boomers, but mimetic boomers, as I discussed with uh, with Mulgar today. Where where boomer is not, it's, it's a mentality. It's, it's a 100% mentality. mentality. It's truly a meme. It is the boomer meme is real, and and so I don't have any games with me. I brought my Switch, but I didn't bring anything I would actually want to play on it. I brought Ring Fit Adventure, which I ended up not Ring. having the space to play at all. Like I, I couldn't plug it in downstairs because my my boomer dad has the biggest fucking home setup surround system. And second look has seen it because he was at my house to show me Shin Godzilla, and we watched it on the surround sound. Wait, that sounds like a great experience. Oh, it was amazing. But the problem is that everything is already plugged in. So like, if you want to swap out a console, you can't. Oh, because everything's behind the TV now. I- I, dude, dude, this is why I am in, like, the way, with how, like, a psychopath I am, like, I would never want to get one of these setups, because my yeah. dad has something kind of similar in our basement, but it's different it's when you're a boomer. fucking crazy. What's well, different yeah, when you're not a, a, like, if you're boomer. a boomer and you're, like, reliably, like, I have my Blu-ray player, I have my television, I have my surround sound, that's it for the rest of my life, like... Until they release an 8K player and an 8K TV. All boomers do is sub out the TV and sub out the sound system, which is why those are some of the easier parts to take apart. But, like, the fucking cable box and the... the, It just sucks. It just sucks when it's like, yeah, you gotta do everything through this one fucking remote. You gotta do everything through this one fucking remote. And it's like, god damn, I just want to hook up my, my PS5. I just want to hook up my PS5, but I fucking can't. I can't because I can't reach the goddamn HDMI plug at the back of the cable box. I can't get the cap so off. So I have to... I can't get the fucking cap off, so I gotta fucking plug it in. I fucking slap in the HDMI cable. I slap it into the PS5. I pull it up, and lo and behold, TV turns on. I can hear the sound, but I can't hear the music. It's an HDMI cable, so I don't know how the fuck that works, but here we are. And then I gotta fucking just finagle and just slap cables around until it fucking works. Fucking hate that shit. Yeah, home. it's such a boomer thing to be like, this setup will not change, and thus I do not have to worry about about anything to come after. So I have my Switch. And by the way, let me just say up front, Nintendo 
OLED or whatever, like, a lot of people are dunking on it, I now understand. I now understand, because I fucking hate looking at handheld mode, and my whole life, I was like, great, I just won't. But that's all I have now. That's all I have because I only have Ring Fit Adventure, which you need the space need. to play. But I don't have the space in my room, but we have it downstairs. But there's no room to plug in the Switch downstairs. <laughs> so, like, I can't play anything. And, and like, this would have been the perfect opportunity to replay Breath of the Wild and just, like, lose yeah. two weeks of my life. But I didn't bring it! So... What? Because I didn't think I would be here. And also, I would love to just play it on my PC at 60 FPS. Like, I promised myself that's the that's the way I would play it the next time I did. Oh, yeah. Uh, That'll probably be my next playthrough, too. Yeah, and it'll be fucking based. I can't wait to play that game again. Because uh, I know I'll like it again. <laughs> I like it every time. Uh, dude, so, I can't wait for you. There is one day, dude, it will come where you play Breath of the Wild and you say, Sam, this game is mid, bro. Well, it'll probably be when a better bro. fucking one comes along. Because, like, that's all Zelda game. Like, it is It is really funny, because I was fucking sitting here thinking about this. And, like, I dunk on Majora's Mask to piss off the, the stands. But, like, I've, I've made it clear that I have a love-hate relationship where I respect the game. I just don't really like playing it. I hate the fans, right? So I, I, so I play up how much I fucking despise that game. But I was sitting there one day, and I was like, man... What fucking sucks is I probably like Majora's Mask more than Wind Waker at this point in my life. And I like Wind Waker more than Twilight Princess. I think I like Twilight Princess more than the Skyward Sword. So I was like, shit! This is literally just a descending order. A fucking Xerox copy of Ocarina of Time until we get to Breath of the Wild, which is finally a better game. Finally. And better in, in a way that's different enough that I can still say Ocarina of Time is my personal favorite, even though Breath of the Wild, I think, is just a superior game in every... In every like mechanical department, systemic department, adventure department, all that, it just it lacks that it factor of that story that I love so very much. That it factor of the of the world and the themes, and and that's that's why I will never be mad at someone who's like who likes one of the other uh, like games that is similarly mechanically inferior. They're all inferior to Breath of the Wild, like by design. They they just weren't made to be that open and be that that thoughtful and be that systemic and be that you know breadthy frankly uh, but they have an it factor that that is a little more enthralling to people who if the game is not enough you need a story like i totally understand that so like I, but i was just fucking sitting there right i was just fucking sitting there and i was like man zelda's my favorite franchise and i only like five of these games that sucks yeah, but for you, that's a lot. That's a lot. The fact that's... that you like more than fucking one game in a franchise is a fucking miracle. Well, here's the thing. So I like Zelda 1. I like Zelda 2. Uh, I, like I like Link's Link. Awakening. Okay. I love Link's Awakening, in fact. I don't talk about it enough. Um, I like Ocarina of Time. I respect Majora's Mask, and that's that's what I'll no, give it. No, you can't say you fucking like that game. No, I said I respect it. Yeah. Right, I respect it. Well, we care about games you like in this. Oh, in are this we only talking about games scenario. I like? Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Only the Zelda games you like. Yeah. You like. That I like to or play. Or love. Yeah, that I like to play. Okay. Uh, and Breath of the Wild. Yeah, that's five. That's literally five. Okay, cool. No love for, like, any of the any of the handheld games? Any of the other handheld games that's not... Uh, you know, I've, I've not played them. I, I will say, I just generally have an aversion to Game Boy Advance games, and, it, and this is... Not their fault at all. 
It is completely it's a, a miles problem. It's a miles problem because when I was a kid and I used to play Game Boy Advance games, something about them used to give me a headache. I think it was staring at at the screen or like the low quality music. So like whenever I think about a Game Boy Advance game, I like can't have a positive memory of it because I what? just feel kind of crappy. Like what version like, of the GBA do you have? Uh, I had an SP. Oh, okay. So, like, whenever I yeah, think of a, I mean, like, if I emulate a Game Boy game, it's fine, because I, I, I can have, like, an okay sound card, I could just turn it down or whatever. But, like, so when I, when I played Minish Cap as a kid, which I thought was a great game, and I'm, I'm sure it still is really good, but, like, I'll just think about the music, and I'll just get, like, a headache. And so I, I sort of can't say I like it, because I have just this unpleasant physical reaction to it. So I can't test that, I can't revisit it. It's a shame, but, you know... We'll, we'll we'll call Minish we'll we'll say Minish Cap is is unscathed. I liked it in childhood. I can't revisit it for literal physiological reasons. So, oops. Game Boy games, yay! The Game Boy the Game Boy Advance sound chip was so bad. It gave it's you a so, headache. It's so it actually gave me such a fucking headache, and and that's why I like Link's Awakening because the soundtrack isn't as is fucking headache inducing. Even though the Game Boy is the tiniest soundtrack of all time, the original Game Boy, like Pokemon games are so tinny, dude. Oh my god, extremely, extremely <laughs> fucking tinny, <laughs> dude. I, I. <laughs> That's the fucking SpongeBob uh, fucking jellyfish fields. Do 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 do. Fucking. Um. Also, r- real quick. Also, we're talking about like old, old, old OG like eight bit fucking soundtracks. Shout out fucking Alex Kid, the Lost Stars, background music one. <laughs> It, it appeared randomly on Spotify because the Alex Kidd soundtracks are on Spotify for some reason. Thanks, Sega. And uh, it, it just played in a shuffle one day. And I'm like, this kind of slaps. This kind of slaps for having uh, two instruments for making two different, being able to make two different noises. This sounds pretty fucking hot. Um, but yeah, I love Chiptune so much. Yeah, me too. But, uh, but unfortunately, what I do not love is the fact that my dad, who is boomer core, uh, replaced my television with a 4K TV, which is awesome. Nothing. I br- Oh, I did bring back the NES and SNES classics. I did bring those. Great move. Yeah, which Great was a move. smart move. But I'm like, so I'm, I'm, I've been working on a project for a long time. And like the thing about writing projects, you really never stop working. It's kind of, so much of writing is not just sitting at a computer and typing it out. A lot of it is genuinely mental work. And it depends on how you're doing it. If you are writing an outline, you're doing mental work to figure out, okay, well, what happens in the literal next fucking sequence that I'm doing? What happens in the, in the next second after this, after this sentence? If you're, if you're writing an actual, you know, story, you're, you're choosing your words and, and all those things. If you're just planning it out, you're, Cogs are spinning in your head. It is exhausting. I am tired all the time. And normally, the only thing that can save me from the mental anguish of this is video games. But NES and SNES games, kind of hard to get immersed in. Like, I was playing Super Metroid, and I love Super Metroid. Super Metroid is a, is a, a game that focuses me very much. But I just, like, could not relax while playing it. I tried Zelda 2, tried Zelda 1, tried Super Mario Bros., tried Super Punch-Out. Like, I was, I was having fun, but I wasn't able to, like relax i was like i need a nice immersive game this you would need be an rpg yeah yeah and I, th- I was like this would be the time to like 
fucking start the yeast games or or you know oh fuck yeah play, dude play a, please tell me you did that no i i can't i don't have my pc play a tales ah. game right you know wait you could oh dude you could absolutely run yeast one and two on your laptop i probably absolutely. could but i don't want to potato potatoes oh yeah no i but i don't want to i would i would rather i would rather have like this whole i'd rather have the whole experience a whole enchilada I want to play this PSP game at 1440p and 140 Yeah, I, I do, frankly. And nothing's going to stop me. So so I was like, shit. All right, well, what do I have? So I looked around my room. I got a PS2 without a power cord. I got a PS3 without a power cord. I got an Xbox One without a power cord. My parents just lost all my power cords in the move. They move houses all the time, and then they lose shit. I was like, okay, great. I found my Game Boy SP without a fucking charger. I found my 3DS without a charger, but here it is. Um, all I could find, I looked through a, a bin. All I could find was the PS1, which I don't have any games for, and the N64. And I had only a handful of N64 games, and all of them were bad, except for Majora's Mask, which was okay. But I had, like, my options were, like, Donkey Kong 64. Oof. Yeah. My options were literally, like, Donkey Kong 64, Jet Force Gemini... Jet Force is okay. Jet Force okay. is is okay, but I don't want to fucking play it ever again. It's like tedious, boring. Um, I have two copies of DK sixty four. Like I need you to understand. Uh, so like, so then I also have Majora's Mask. I, I ended up finding my copy of Ocarina of Time later, um, which was okay. But by that point, I had already given up on the N sixty four because I, I found the N sixty four. I found Majora's Mask. I said, you know what? Fine, we'll give it another shot. And, and I said, maybe this is the move, because I didn't just play Ocarina of Time right before it. I might not be fucking tired of... Uh, maybe the problem is that I'm just fucking tired of N64 Zelda by the time I get to the game, right? I don't know. So I, I said, well, we'll slap it in. I slapped the cartridge in. I, I found the, the power cables. I plugged the AV cables into my 4K TV. Image comes up. and this, I, I can't. It's, oh, no, I can only describe this. As a putrid oh, no. gaming experience. Oh, the no, image dude. came up, and I could see the space in between the pixels on the screen. Oh. It was like, it was shocking. It was it was like getting up close to a needlepoint painting. And just looking at all the unused space on the needlepoint painting. So I start watching the opening cutscene, and there, there's a fog effect in the beginning of the game. There's a fog effect in the opening cutscene. And literally, the fog effect is so spread out, I can see the particles in between the fog effect. And I said, I have standards. And I just shut the game off, and I chose not to play anything. Yeah, yeah. AV cable? That's all I had. And I looked for, like, a component cable that, you know, that had, no, like, No composite? No. No composite cable. Nothing. Wow. Oh, I have my Wii, but then I can't use the Wii because I don't have a sensor bar. I love how the Wii has the charge. Like, the charger's still with that, but the sensor bar is missing. Yeah, which is which is missing. And then I don't have what my GameCube miserable- controller fucking nightmare you live dude in. i actually i feel like the guy in in time enough to read the 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 famous uh the famous um twilight zone episode where he's got he's got all the books but he steps on his reading glasses i got all these consoles and no power cords cords dude it's it's fucking it's fucking torturous um, but so instead I've done a lot of TV watching not a lot of anime watching i tried to watch season two of hilda and i was like ah, i'm bored 
And I like season it's one. Not but an I, anime, but okay. Well, no, like I not a lot. That's why I said not a lot of anime watching. Because I oh uh, okay. I, I watched. But something. Hilda's not a, Hilda's not an anime. Yeah, exactly. I haven't done any anime watching. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. I thought you were like. Oh, like, yeah, I checked this out, but it wasn't really my speed, and I moved on to other things that were not anime. I'm like, wait a minute, that's not anime at all? No, I, I watched season one of Hilda, and I like season one, but I, I think... <laughs> I, I had a weird moment where I, I got mad at Hilda, because I, I saw that the theme song was by Grimes. And I don't know why, but I had the most visceral, hateful reaction to it, and I just said, fuck Grimes. Like, out loud. And I don't know why. The theme song's, like, so inoffensive and so whatever... But it's, like, not music. It's, like, not a song. It's just, it's just... It's Gr- an experience. Grimes went into the studio, went, Hilda! And, 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 and had 14 sound engineers make the rest of the song for her. And then she went back to her inexplicably named Eldritch Baby. Yes. Fuck Aeon Grimes. Flux. Aeon Flux. Anyways. Fuck Grimes. Uh, <laughs> so, Whatever. Anyways, so I didn't do a whole lot of anime watching. I think I I started an anime and then I stopped it and I can't even recall what the fuck the anime was. I watched Vampire Hunter D, I think I mentioned last week. That was fine. Vampire Hunter D's nuts. Vampire Hunter Sawcon. <laughs> um <laughs> but uh <laughs> it is a big it is it is honestly a just a huge same Satoshi Kon died of Ligma. That he did. Ligma balls. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Who the hell is Steve Jobs? <laughs> it was following program will not be funny. Right that that fucking you where, where was it you the one that sent me the Metal Gear the Metal Gear one no with with Otacon where he's like Snake my cousin D's and he's like hey, D's nuts he's like Snake you insensitive prick my cousin D's just got in a car accident he died on the way to the hospital and he goes oh yeah fuck I'm so sorry Otacon. <laughs> No, I, I didn't. I, I, the, the one that makes me laugh the most is the Dr. Manhattan edit from the Zack Snyder Watchmen film. <laughs> because because I have never heard a deeper voice say the words Ligma Balls in my life. <laughs> and also, Rorschach sounds nothing like Jackie Earl Grayson or whatever his name is. Who, fun fact, played Ruvik in The Evil Within. Oh. He's the main villain in The Evil Within. Um... You know what I did to combat my boredom, Sam? I went back and I watched the the PS5 gameplay trailer for Tokyo Ghostwire or Ghostwire Tokyo, whatever the tra- the title is. It's one of the two. Ghostwire Tokyo. It's Ghostwire Tokyo. Okay. Um. It it is like Horizon Zero Dawn, where I I called it Zero Dawn Horizon, Horizon for several years because the title is nonsense. So it could be in any order. Metroid and it would still 3, make Super sense. Metroid. Metroid 3, Super Metroid. Fusion Metroid. Fusion Metroid 4. Fusion Metroid 4. So, 
So I, I went back and I watched the trailer for Ghostwire Tokyo. Dude, I gotta be real with you, man. That game looks fucking awesome. And I was like, God, I forgot how cool this game is. Yeah, was. it's gonna be great, like, isn't it? That game is gonna rule. I might actually get a PS5 for that game if it's if it's truly an exclusive, which it's not gonna be because Zenimax. No, 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 is no, 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 no. Ghost. So, okay, okay. So of these two games, Ghostwire and Deathloop, Deathloop is the one that is actually PS5 exclusive. It is st- Deathloop still coming to PC. Ghostwire is coming to PC, so you'll probably want to play it there because it's the first person. That's what I thought. Yeah. Anyways, but either way, like, so I'm I'm looking at this fucking trailer and I'm like, shit. Mikami's making another, like, action-based shooter, but it's in first person. He's never done that before. That's fucking sick, and it's cool, because you, you don't even have a gun. You're just using fucking spells. Yeah, it looks like fucking shoot, devil's shoot. daggers. Fucking shoot, shit out of your fingers. Looks awesome. Yeah, you're just like... <laughs> and, and it's cool. It's so quintessentially Japanese. Man, that game's gonna fucking rule. I can't wait to eat my words. Uh, anyways. Is that, is I'm that uh, coming out this year? Still planned for this year? I don't know. We'll see. I mean, it's Probably not. It's not. not dated, so I, I feel doubtful. But I, I can expect a, a sudden October drop for that game. I would a sudden October drop would be awesome. Tango GameWorks feels a little mismanaged. I think they're kind of a neglected company by their own parents. So I don't know. We'll see. Um, but uh, yeah. So I, most of what I've done is I've like watched trailers again. Okay. And I watched TV. I, I lived the normie life and I watched TV. What what, what did you I mentioned catch Criminal on Criminal Minds last week. You watched more Criminal so, Minds? Yeah, and I, I watched that AMC show, Kevin Can Fuck Himself. Oh, yeah. Uh, we talked about that on my other podcast a couple weeks ago. What did you think of it? What what was their take on it? Uh, their take was that it, it, it was, like, pretty good. I was like fine. Yeah, it's, I, felt, I felt the same. It's pretty good. The, the, the thing about it, though, is that, like, it has the craziest intro. It has, like, the greatest intro. Like, I, I, when I was a script reader at a movie studio, like, if I read that, that intro, I would have been like, whoa, all right, let's see more. And, and there's something funny about the show. So, the show opens on, like, the Family Guy-style house. Yeah, it's, a, it's like a sitcom that, like, turn, shifts into, like, a, like a thriller-type story yeah and and you have the two you have the show the show is essentially split between sitcom and thriller and it's fucking fascinating because you see the sitcom side of it and it's like cringe and not funny at all because it's like written like a cbs show it's it's written it is literally supposed to be kevin can wait yeah the the kevin james show um and so it's got all these lame kind of whatever jokes right uh and then she goes into her kitchen, camera angle changes, like, the music completely changes, and she, like, smashes a glass and cuts her hand. And you're like, oh, okay, that was really fucking sick. Like, they tricked me. Because I knew nothing about the show, right? I knew nothing about the show. And so I was fucking tricked. I believe that Annie Murphy, who I watched the show for, was just on, like, a crappy sitcom. And I was like, that's unfortunate that she's on a crappy sitcom now after leaving one of the most critically acclaimed shows of the last decade. Um... And so they they trick you, and I was like, whoa, okay, all right, I'm in, I'm in. So the best way to watch that show is to not be spoiled, so you don't have to watch the show anymore. I'm sorry, get fucked. Uh, But then the other thing about it, though, that is funny, is that because the show is not a cringy sitcom, the cringy sitcom segments become really funny. Because... 
you're you're watching like this drama, you know, with all these characters doing these very prestige television-y kind of things, or having these conversations. They're they're acting with their faces and their bodies a lot. They're not speaking very directly. Um, it's not like amazing TV, but like you know, it's 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 sort of a, it's it's AMC. That's all I need to say. It's AMC. Good enough. Yeah, good enough. And but so when you're like, wow, okay, so they don't have to write really funny, like stupid, corny jokes for the sitcom segment, but they do it anyways, which makes the sitcom segment really funny. Yeah, it's it's interesting. It's it's an interesting show. I like it. Uh, I can't wait to not finish it. Do, do not expect. Do not plan on going back at all. No, because here's the thing. I'm gonna go back to California. And I'm just going to sit in, my, in front of my PC. I'm going to play games. And, and then I'm you're going to forget about it. Yeah, fair enough. Again. fair enough. Yeah, I'm never going to watch a TV show again. Uh, I, got, I got some shit in the fucking summer Steam sale I got to play now. So that's very cool. Yeah, that's fucking cool. What did you pick up? I got you uh, Quake 1, 2, and 3 because it was 750. Yes, which I installed. Installed Good today. shit. Make sure, you, um, make sure to install Quake Spasm for Quake 1. Um, cool. Will do. Yeah, I got myself Sea of Thieves. Because my friend and I want to play that. I'll play we'll Sea of Thieves that goes. I have it on, uh, let's on Game Pass. Some, let's play some Sea of Thieves, dude. Um, I got some fucking for... I got some for like $4. Oh my god. I got The Witcher 3 for $9. Oh, fuck yeah. Great deal. And I'm like... Dude, I, got, I gotta be real. I have no interest in The Witcher 3, like, at all. I know it's a good game. I know it's got good story and all that. But, like, I don't care. I, I couldn't... I just... I, I don't care. Um... But I'm, I'll play it, and I'll probably like it, and I'll probably agree with everyone else that it's good, and I'll grow my neck beard, and I'll suddenly like BoJack Horseman a hell of a lot more. Um, so that'll be fun. What else did I get? I got a bunch of, like, super fucking cheap games that I would never fucking play otherwise, and I'm probably never going to play anyway, so. Yeah. That's the whole point of the Summer Steam Yeah, buy a bunch it, of shit. Dude, the Summer Steam Sale is the greatest fucking scam. Do you, do you know about Disney dollars? No. I do not know about so Disney every, dollars. Disney dollars are money that you can buy at Disney World. It's like $2 for one Disney dollar, right? And you can spend your Disney dollars at Disney. But the, the real reason that they make Disney dollars is that people buy Disney dollars, never come back to Disney, never spend the dollars. So they're just like Wait, printing. They're literally printing so money. So let's, let's roll this back for a second. I've been to Disney a couple times. I've only been to Disneyland. So I don't know if that's something they, they do at Disneyland. It's only a Disney World location. But I remember buying shit with my parents at Disneyland and them just spending with a credit card. So why do you need to buy Disney dollars? It's a novelty. Oh, okay. it's literally just a, it's a novelty. It's it's something cute. Hey, I bought a Mickey Mouse dollar. Yes. They're printing money and then people never come back with the money. And 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 they just make like a billion off oh, of Oh, I'm sure. Oh, Disney it's ridiculous. Dollars. Yeah, I'm sure it's ridiculous. Yeah. That's the the Steam Summer Sale. Is the, is you just buy shit you're never gonna fucking play. Half of it goes to Steam, and then and Gabe Newell doesn't have to make anything ever again. It's it, it is it is it is historical. You know, I, I did pick up on the. Uh, I I did realize that like Popbelly's was pulling one over on me because I was thinking about the perks and I was like about how I'm like, man, because the other day they did for like they for they did a perk for if you bought a shake. For the entire week, this was running. If you bought a shake with your entree, the shake was worth um, four times as many points. So it was worth 160 points, which is more than a regular meal for me, like significantly. So I'm like, it's totally worth it for me to get a shake every single time I go to Popeye's. By the time everything was said and done, I'm like, hey, wait a minute. 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 By the time... 
the amount I spent on these shakes I otherwise might not have gotten has surpassed the amount I'm going to get for the free entree. <laughs> Dude, I can't so believe in pursuit you of fucking... the free entree, I spent more money to get a free entree later. It's they, like sailing they out to One Piece and then getting killed by Luffy. It's like you wasted your time. Yep, they you he sold out to Captain One Piece. Yep. Um. Anyways, what did I pick up during the Steam Summer Sale? What did I waste my money on the Steam Summer Sale? I bought. Yeah, what are you never gonna play? I bought. I, I'm never gonna play Lo-Fi Ping Pong that I bought for a buck fifty. To be fair, that's been on my list for years. I'm like, it's time to it's time to get you get you in the library. I bought Disgaea Two PC because it was four dollars. I rebought. You may as well. I I bought Blazing Chrome because it was on. Uh, I bought played it on Game Pass like three times and then it left Game Pass. I bought Streets of Rage Four because it's still on Game Pass, but I Ooh, I should get I need that it one. for the DLC. I get that one. Uh, last day, it's fifteen bucks right now, so definitely get it. I bought. Uh, no, I did not buy. I did not buy that. I got that through. Uh, um, Steam. I got that through Humble Bundle, which I need to fucking cancel. Uh, I bought the Wolfenstein collection because I really want to play through New Order and Old Blood, and maybe New Colossus. I will not touch Young Blood unless you want to suffer with me. Then I'll play Young Blood. No, I'm not gonna play fucking Young Blood. Fuck you. <laughs> I bought. Uh, I bought One Step from Eden, which is the Battle Network. Oh, game. I really want to play that. Yeah, I love Battle Network. I bought a uh, Risk of Rain two because it looks like a fucking sick ass roguelite. I bought CrossCode, which I've been looking to get forever. I bought Quake 4 and a Paradise, uh, Burnout Paradise Remastered. That's what I got. I got a bunch of shit that I'm never going to play. I did buy the Hitman collection. Oh, sweet. I, I'm, I'm interested in Hitman, but every Hitman game I've played, I was like, you know what I miss? I miss Metal Gear. And then I just went back to play Metal Gear instead. Hitman's really cool conceptually. I like the idea of these very scripted, like, narrative it's essentially you are creating your own narrative out of a stealth game it is really interesting and cool i mean it's what i like about the phantom pain the only difference is that the phantom pain is really fucking fun and funny in between yeah. everything else whereas hitman is sort of like there, there's a lot of downtime it, it's very hitman is interesting because the downtime is is very clearly paced like a story there's a lot of time in which you're just exploring you know you're, you're casing out the yeah, level thinking about your plan out. you're Thinking about your plan, you're waiting on things, and like I really like that. I like I like that, but I I also don't because it's hard. It's really hard to explain for me because I think I like the downtime more than actually succeeding at getting an opportunity because it is interesting. Like when you get in your costume or whatever, right? And you just fuck around as a chef for a while. That's really interesting. Yeah, but. Like, I, I genuinely, I think I just like a more seamless sort of series of, of events. I think that's, that's pretty, uh, I think that's pretty reasonable. Yeah, it's, 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 I mean, again, but I, I like it, I like and respect what Hitman is going for, and so I want to just sit down and really try to, kind of change my, my mind frame and get into it. Um, and it is a shame, because I play a lot of stealth games, and, like, yet nothing interests me like Metal Gear does. And and as, as a game, I mean, like, even Thief. I thought Thief was fucking based as fuck. But I also, like, eventually I just said, you know what? I've seen enough Thief. I played 60 hours of Thief, and I was like, I've seen enough. That's a lot. More. Holy fuck, dude. That's an absurd well, a lot of was... amount of fucking Thief. I re-ran I re a couple missions. I re-ran missions a couple re times. Re-ran a, a couple? 
I, I the did game nine is, missions. What, is the game fifty hours long, and I just never knew. No, it's like no, it's like I don't know. It's like ten hours. Yeah, that's right? what I figured. But like, yeah, but but I reran it a lot. Okay, I reran a lot of missions because that's how I play stealth games. I, I master them, and and so like I was like, you know what? I've played. I've I've seen enough Thief. Interesting. Game. Are you playing uh, cool. two at all? I'll get to. I'll get to. Two. Yeah, I'll play Metal Age. Don't um, skip Deadly Shadows I, either, by the way. I hear it's like it's a little different, but I hear it's like pretty good still. No, I hear it sucks, but I'll play it anyways. Most people I know say it's garbage, but not as bad as four. Yeah, four sucks. Don't play that, dude. I I just I you know you know a company. Have you ever heard like someone signal boost a company or signal boost a developer or whatever, and you just play their games and you're like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Right. When did this happen to you? Well, okay, so I was thinking about this recently, right? And you're you're going to be surprised. You're generally going to be surprised. Capcom is one of them. Okay. And I love Capcom. I genuinely love Capcom. And I love Resident Evil Village. Uh, and I love Resident Evil 7. And I like Resident Evil 2 Remake for the most part, right? Um, and I like, the, I like Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter's awesome. But, like, people are like, yeah, Capcom saved. And I'm like, all right, hang on, hang on. They're still not as good as they used to be. Because oh yeah, they're not they're not as good as they 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 used to be, but I think they're in pretty fucking good shape. They're in they're right in good now. shape. They're definitely in good shape. But like, I can look back at Resident Evil Four and be like, they'll never make one of these again. They'll never make it like a perfect video game ever again. We will never get. I mean, Mega Man Eleven is probably pretty fucking sick. I'll have to play that one. It's awesome. Yeah, it's it's awesome. But like, but but again, like, we'll never get a third strike again. We'll never get a Resident Evil Four again. We'll never even get a Resident Evil remake again. I mean, even Devil no. May Cry Five by the same guy is just people are like, no, it's no three. Three is still the best one. Um, and so and so it's very interesting because like Resident Evil Village is super Miles Core and super awesome. But I'm also like, but the combat's a fucking joke. Like, the combat is like, you have all these gun upgrades that do nothing, and the enemies mostly just kind of shamble. It's, Resident Evil 4 is one of the most interesting, technically impressive, awareness-based shooters I've ever seen. It's basically an arena shooter. Like, all the, all the environments are crazy to fight in. Like, there's lots to keep track of. Enemies have different weapons you gotta deal with. Like, Resident Evil 8 is just really fucking fun to fire guns in. And the enemies are really fun to shoot at. I love firing the gun. You love firing the gun. But, like, combat-wise, it's just not that smart. And that's okay. It's fun to play. The rest of the game is fucking cool. But, like... But, again, like, I just... I think about, like... Even Resident Evil 2 Remake, I, I think about that game and how it's just so much, like, less well-considered than than I want it to be. Um, so, so like, I, there's definitely one of those moments where, where I'm sort of like, guys... It ain't that deep. Like, you you can stop. It pe- people who are like, yo, Capcom's back, baby. I'm like, no, they never will be quite the same level of back, which is okay, which is fine. But they don't have their, like, the, 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 the creme de la creme prime talent that they used to, you know? They don't have Yawano, who is fucking, yeah. who is fucking making Dead Rising and Mega Man Legends and, and all the, like, all the, He made Inafune's games. He fucking directed them. Like, th- we don't have that guy. Who can who can take Inafune's ideas and make them games instead of crap? We don't have that guy. We don't have Shinji Mikami anymore. We don't have Hideki Kamiya anymore. Um, and it's cool. Like we got a fucking new Ghosts and Goblins game. That's fucking awesome as fuck. Apparently, it's pretty good too. I haven't played it yet. Yeah, I know. I'm super excited for that. Right? But like, I pulled up. I so I, I pulled up their their Steam page just to like see what they've released recently. And like, like, 
I think their their track record's pretty fucking good. No, like, tra- I don't think it's as good as their shit, especially from like late '80s to late '90s. Like that shit's fucking golden, especially and then and then even d- like rolling into the 2002 is great. Their 3D but, like, output is insane. When when people when people they, say Capcom is, they're back, comparing Miles, it to the late 2000 to early 2010s to mid 2010s. That's literally, exactly what they're literally what they're about. comparing it to is 2010 to 2017 when they sucked. Yes, and and so like I totally get that, but I'm I'm also like guys, hang on, hang on a sec, hang on, hang on. You don't, we're not, we're not, we got we got a ways to go, baby. We can't stop. We can't stop here. We got to keep going. Um, so that that's kind of my 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 revelation that I've had recently is like because I was like man I, I was one of these guys who was like man Capcom's at their best again they're the they're the best again and I, and I was just I sat down and I was like wait a sec no they're not what the fuck and I realized that all my friends were also saying it and I was like guys I gotta black pill you too I'm really sorry this happened to me I gotta black pill you I gotta push this I'm a pill pusher Sam I'm a fucking pill pusher fucking... which is the name of the episode black pill pusher I don't know I'll probably title it something else um. Oh my god, dude! I finished Quake One this weekend, uh, this past week. Um, that game is fucking horrifying. Oh, I, I'm like, excited for that. There are some moments of that game that I am just like shitting my fucking pants in terror. The sound design. Do you have? Do you have by chance have like seven, uh, seven point one surround sound headphones? Probably not. I played with the pair of fucking those. And there's a group of there's a enemy type I forgot the name of them. Uh, they have chainsaws and they and when you're when you're about mid distance away, they shoot out grenade launcher, uh, like canisters at you. And the sound effect of the canisters popping around is like ding, like it's it's dinking around. When when you enter a room and there's like two or three of those guys and they all shoot those at in there and you hear the fucking noise everywhere is insane. It's fucking, it's insane. This game is fucking sick. It's so stupid how that is what sold me on playing Quake. Because I was going to play it eventually, but like my understanding of Quake was that it was like fast-paced action shooter. And I was like, okay, I'll get dude, to that at some point. Dude, I was like, again, I, I told, I think I told this story in the podcast, like when, when we first brought it up, how I had to double check that I installed the audio because it was so ambient. Like the 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 Trent Reznor soundtrack, the Nine Inch Nails soundtrack is so fucking ambient a good majority of the time that I had to like go into the files and double check that I installed. No, we we didn't talk about that on the show. I don't think. Dude, oh, speaking of Trent Reznor, I did. It's funny we had a we had an off the record conversation. uh, Yes, about Soul. Oh yeah, yeah, the movie Soul. Yes, the movie Soul, and in comparison to the movie Luca, which I have not seen yet, but I did see Soul. Um, and and you and and for context, we'll we'll fill you on in this off the record conversation that we had, Crack House After Hours. Uh, yes, is that you were like Miles? You have to see Luca because Luca has children in it, and and when I when I say it like that, it makes me sound creepy. But uh, everyone knows that I I love. Very specific examples of media about of like children's children. like very specific like children's oriented media about children like being kids. Yeah, like like, like Mitsubishi Colors, uh, and um, even Mitsudomoe to an extent. Mitsudomoe is is a little more uh, it's 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 not etchy, but like it's a little more like 
these kids are like bratty and like they talk about sex. Not sex. Oh, but they, I think I'm familiar. I'm yeah, familiar like familiar. like like that that kitty like children are dirty and gross and and talk about butts and talk about penises because they're funny as opposed to like sexual. Yeah. Yeah, they talk about farts. Like, like you know, kids are gross. Like, Mitsudomo is just, like, kids being fucking awful and terrible. And and so that's that's more of a comedy. But, like, those are kind of examples of, like, shows that kind of stoop down to the level of, like, here's what it was like to be a kid. The Goonies. Um, like, yeah. I don't like Stranger Things where it's so fucking artificial and crappy. Um, and I don't like... Uh, Clarence or the Owl House. I actually like Clarence from the like first season I saw. No, wait, is Clarence the one with the bird, the blue bird? No, that's uh that's regular show. No, no, there's another one with like a round headed bird character. Harvey Beaks. It's the chowder guy, I'm pretty sure. Right? Harvey Beaks, yeah. Oh, right? that's the one bird, I don't like, yeah. Yeah. Clarence yeah, that's is a, oh, that's a shame. That's not that good because I I like uh, no, I love Chowder. Uh, um, but well, I don't like it. I don't know if it's not that good. I just I found it annoying. Um, oh, I fu- oh, dude, I fucking love Chowder. Dude. No, I, I love Chowder, but like I found Harvey Beaks like kind of annoying. Oh, you find okay? Yeah, I I, I think I think the more mundane setting is not fun for me. Oh yeah, that's probably pretty fair. Um, I um Chowder's just so imaginative and goofy. Yeah, it's fucking great. Great show. Fuck. Excellent fucking show. Um, but yeah, but I was like, I think between the two, I would like Soul more. Because Soul is like the more like kind of profound, um, thoughtful film. And you, you said of something very prescient. You're like, the problem with Soul is that it is divided very heavily between very childlike, like very like goofy Pixar funny, and very profound adult like whatever. And you're right. Absolutely. Um... Where, like, it is that certain level of, of, like, well, we are making a Pixar movie, so we can't be too adult. And I was like, do you remember Rat-A-Fucking-Tooie, the movie that yeah. you guys made? A movie that, let's be clear here, successfully straddles this line, like, the entire time, and it's not a problem. And, like, and what's, and, like, specifically what's great is, like, the real shit, like, does kind of hit two when you're six and seven it yeah. will just maybe hit in a more different or different or possibly even stronger way when you're older and then and but the shit and then the shit that's more sort of hijinks more sort of children's entertainment type stuff is still really well animated and well directed and fun it's, it's also still slightly more adult older. it's it's still slightly more adult because other than Linguini kind of, like, flailing around, which has a very childish element, there is an element of everyone else has a really realistic reaction to him. Yeah. Like, they look at him like he's a lunatic. Um, it's not like... Com- this is such a weird thing, and I guess we're gonna extend the fucking length of the episode by 30 fucking minutes by me trying to explain this shit. Comedy is an excuse in a lot of shows. Comedy is an excuse to ignore certain things or allow certain things to play out in ways that they wouldn't in a lot of scenarios. Um, Whereas I think what's interesting about Ratatouille as I adjust my seat to lecture you all uh, is that the comedy in that film is insular in, uh, in terms of like, we have focus on Linguini, but then they'll always pull out and they'll remind you, Oh yeah, by the way, there's 50 other people in this room and France is a city and everyone can see this shit. 
it's not it's not completely unbelievable in that yeah. way. Like th- there is a the, the comedy is very much grounded in the fact that like no, this is a real world. Everyone looks at Linguini like he's crazy and there is a lot to lose here uh because everyone hates rats and there's fucking 50 different people that could discover this fucking rat at any given time. Uh, whereas with Soul like it, there is a very artificial level of like hey, we've created this set to set the scene in. And the rules of the area and the rules of the of the scenario are very much based on on this this set. And it's fascinating because similar to New York, they're similar to Paris. New York is a big city, but uh, New York sort of justifies the idea of a, a weirdo who looks off just fucking being a lunatic and people not paying attention because that's life. That's life in yeah. a city. But it still feels off. It still feels off to a lay person who doesn't have that reaction and who also is watching a, a thing called a movie where th- th- exaggerated things occur in order for you to enjoy them more. So it was, it was, it was just fucking fascinating. What it made me realize, Sam, what it made me realize is, is that I'm done taking recommendations from people ever again. I'm done. Uh... That's not quite true. But what it really made me realize is I'm done taking recommendations from people who try to clearly sell things to me by selling them to me. Because they leave out a bunch of shit that I'm not gonna like. And I would really just rather fucking go in there authentically and be like, oh, that's fucking dope. Trent Reznor did the soundtrack, by the way, which is why this segue happened. Um... That's cool. Yeah, that's but, great. But so when you fucking recommending me fucking Quake as this fucking game that that has a great sound design and is kind of scary, that's way more interesting than people being like, yeah, it's really mechanically technical. I'm like, I'm fucking sure it is. I'm also it's fucking not. Sure. It, it 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 is, but the level of play to, to for any of that shit to mean anything meaningful is so obscenely high that it's it's unrelevant it's irrelevant to me it's probably relevant um, in a, in the multiplayer but it's relevant yeah it's relevant in the multiplayer like shit sh- the the cool advanced stuff is relevant in speedrunning and the multiplayer and that's it yeah and, and but people uh, would be like which, it's by the way to sell it to by me the, yes by the way i booted up because i actually did not know this until like i I booted up the game i actually did not know quake one and two like had multiplayer i thought that was a thing that like started in three no Um, no quake three is the one everyone likes three's well three is the first one that's multiplayer only which upon reflection is like hysterical oh wow i actually did not know that yeah it's like it's like the single players bot matches like that's it i didn't know Um, that okay yeah it's fucking crazy um well that's that's why everyone liked it the most i think yeah that's why like yeah it's like the best multiplayer experience but i i boot i was like multiplayer and click i'm like i wonder who's playing right now and i'm like and i scroll all the way down and i find a server list that's like it's 31 of 32 fills i said okay so i i i jump into this fucking server and i wanted i almost like cried i almost puked and (laughs) cried so I, I boot in. It's a it's a first of all it's an absolute clusterfuck. First of all, someone had the system settings so everyone's gun displayed on the right hand side, like it's fucking Call of Duty, and not in the center of the screen. The problem is these guns were not made to be 
displayed from the right hand side of the screen so i have the fucking combat shotgun and it looks heinous hanging off the side of the screen like a like a fucking wood chip just fucking jammed into my fucking monitor and fucking um my mouse is perfectly fine but my keyboard inputs are i am not shitting you a second delayed i push up i wait a sec he moves quick guy moves and i'm like oh this is oh and let me tell you miles when your camera moves at your mouse speed but your keys do not that's a level of 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 vert of like in like vertigo inducing fucking bullshit that's happening in your brain that i couldn't fucking deal with it so i played for two minutes fragged the shit out of watching these clowns for like three minutes and said i need to turn this off so i'll have to find another way to play i want i want to play quake with with people that's why i bought you it because i want to play quake all the arena shit with with everyone Everyone buy Quake 3. That would be really fun if we all hopped on and played Quake The The way to recommend Quake to people, Sam, is just to fucking tell them that you can play with Sam Kingma if you buy Quake. Don't if don't be like... Quake, don't be like, yeah, you can, you can bunny hop in Quake. I'm like, oh, fucking tell me more. Stop recommending me things. Just stop. You don't know what I like. Stop it. I don't even I, I don't even know what he likes. Even I don't even know what he likes. Well, I thought thing. Luca was a slam dunk recommendation. Yeah, he, here's he, the thing. I'm probably going to watch. You know what? Watch this. I'm going to watch Luca and I'll be like, wow, that's the superior fucking film. Fuck soul. Sam was right. I hope so. I, I can't I can't wear the clown. I can't wear the clown shoes on this one. I really cannot wear the clown shoes on this one. I'm going to find some stupid bullshit reason not to like this film. I think I just don't like Pixar. I, something about them now just makes me mad and I don't know what the fuck it is anymore. But like them for this one movie so I can be right. I, you know what? I'll do my best. Take Sam. it all back for Luca. I'll do, and, I'll do my fucking best, Sam. How can I ever respect this company that made Toy Story 4? How can I ever fucking respect Fair, this company? Dude, oh, fuck. Fuck you, Miles. Why the fuck do you have to remind me of that, dude? I, I successfully locked that fucking theater experience in the fucking deepest, darkest chambers of my mind. And here you go, have to remind me that Toy Story 4 was a theme, was a movie that happened that i saw i can cut 10 fucking minutes from this episode let's talk about toy story 4 sam okay i can i can this, make this an hour and a half i'll, I'll fucking this, i'll trim 10 minutes all over the fucking place so i, I can talk adore about toy, story toy story miles i i adore toy story like i adore it now here here's a story that people might not know about me with toy story here's a toy story people might not know about miles j Here's a Toy Story you might not know about Miles J. Uh, Toy Story was my favorite thing in the world. I dressed up as Woody for Halloween when I was a little kid. I used to sing You Got a Friend in Me, and my favorite part of the song was when Randy Newman said, Miles and Miles from your nice warm bed, because that was my name. And I was like, based. I said that when I was, when I was awesome. two. I said, based. Based! <laughs> uh. <laughs> Every day when you're walking down the street. And everybody that I don't know. I don't know why I'm singing the Arthur song, dude. Um, but uh, the other thing is that my favorite, my other favorite scene in the film is when he puts the, re- the Woody on the recliner. He pulls the recliner. Woody flies across the room, lands on the, the thing, and Andy goes score. And we have home video of me throwing my fucking Woody doll, dressed as Woody, throwing him around the room and going score like over and over again and my mom trying to sing the song and being like miles please just sing a fucking song with me you little fucking f-. sing the song <laughs> and i'll be like 
And and so the thing is, when she would stop singing the song, because I she wanted me to sing it with her, and and yeah. and she would stop singing the song, and I would go no, and 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 make her start singing it again because I wanted her to sing miles and miles from your nice warm bed, and so. And so she would be like, well, you have to sing it with me, and you have to stop throwing your Woody doll around. And I was like, okay. She would start singing, you got a friend, fucking throw the Woody doll, score again! And I just went right back to my fucking antics. And we have we have a very famous home movie where my mom, my dad was really big into, like, in-camera editing with his, 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 his home movie camera. So he used to put in all the, the fade-outs. He wouldn't just stop the recording and fade the recording out. Um... <laughs> Because my dad is such a fucking boomer, dude. My dad is such a mimetic boomer. That's the name of the episode, mimetic boomer. Um, but uh, the, so it starts to fade out, and my mom just goes up to my dad holding the camera, and he she just says, "He's got issues," and that's how the video ends. Is my mom and on a fade out? On a fade out? <laughs> uh, on a fade out of my mom saying, "I've got issues." It's it. That's like that's like the the gunshot fade to black of home movies. <laughs> it's the most. It's the most like you hate to see it ending of all time. Yeah, it fades to black. White text pop on screen. Miles would go on to become one of the world's most infamous serial killers. <laughs> like. <laughs> Miles would go on to host a podcast called Hatsune yeah. Miku's Crack House. He is currently serving a life sentence Since. and records his podcast from prison. A podcast at the Green, Green Dolphin State Street Prison Correctional Facility. <laughs> in in um, Florida, Epstein's the president. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, Toy Story 4 um, sucks. Yeah. It's like... It's one of those things. It's like it's like what I, it's like the Mario Odyssey problem, where like Toy Story Four in reality is like a five out of ten, like a perfectly o- like okay movie. But the problem is, is it stands shoulder to shoulder with actual ten out of ten Titans, all three of them, all three yeah. of them, all those movies are perfect, like are amazing. So a five out of ten looks like a fucking two, and it feels like a fucking two when you watch it, and it just is so whatever. It's like we already. It feels like we already did this fucking story, in three. Did we not? No, we did. And the best part about it is we did it again to get to a a worse ending. Yeah. To get to like a, a an ending that like I gotta be honest, like I was so fucking. I want to be clear here, Mouse. I was so hyped for the ending of Toy Story Four because I was under the because given all any any little any. The little minute piece of news I heard about this movie was about how, like, ev- like how about how like fucking uh, Tim Allen couldn't get through the fucking ending and like all this shit. And I'm like, dude, this movie's gonna be like, this movie's gonna kind of end fucked up. And I'm watching the ending. I'm like, this is so whatever. Yeah, this is like, this is so like, this is so like, whatever. Okay, it's, okay it it's it is fine. it is a mid. Yeah, it's like it's like this is fine. Like this is like like Woody and, and Buzz saying their goodbyes. I'm like this is like fine. I don't really like feel anything for this. But like at the end, meanwhile, at the end of fucking Toy Story three is like one of the most emotional moment like media moments I'll probably ever have in my entire life. Because we were all fucking Andy growing up and going to college, dude. 
That was yeah. all of us. Like, I think I fucking watched that movie when I was, like, 16 or something, 15. Yeah, I was in high school. Yeah, and it was just when, like, when shit, our childhood's fucking over. Yeah, it's brutal, dude. It's a fucking brutal movie. Great, just a great fucking film, dude. Um, it's like, in my opinion, it's like the last, like, true masterpiece that, that, that Pixar really Oh, no, it absolutely is. I, you can you can track Pixar's track record after that, and it's just There's like, a significant decline in terms of, like, if I were to rank the movies on a scale of, like, one, like one to ten. It would like, be like, there's swimming the in sevens. There's a serious drop-off, yeah, after, after three. Swimming in and not sevens, to say, dude, I'm telling you. Yeah, I think, like... Like, the only movie from them I, I remember seeing from the last, like, eight years, eight, nine years that I, like, really liked from them was, like, Inside Out. Like, that was it. Like, yeah, really, no, Inside Out's I, really I, good. I enjoyed. Yeah. I, really I like Coco a lot, but Coco... Coco is, is funny, because we, we talked about Sketch. We talked about Sketch. Oh, yeah. My my fake movie. Um, And by the way, it was so funny, because I, I... Part of it was, like, I took it back. Apparently, Soul was great. No. No, I was right on fucking point with Sketch. Like, like it, it truly, truly every Pixar movie is just, what if a concept you know was a world? What if theology had feelings? That's soul. Soul, soul is what if your soul had feelings? <laughs> one, of, one of the greatest memes of all time is like the. the That's fucking stupid. Yeah, I would, I would say it. That's dumb. It's your soul. Of course, it has fucking feelings. Well, no, but they're ass. like, what if your soul had feelings before you were born? Fuck this. Fuck this. Hey, anyways, what, what were you saying? Uh, one of the greatest memes about Pixar was, "What if X had feelings?" Was all of their movies? What if ants had feelings? What if toys had feelings? What if uh, robots, what if robots had, had feelings? feelings? Yeah. What if old men have had feelings? feelings? <laughs> no, the best one now is, "What if black people had feelings?" <laughs> Alternatively, soul. brave. What if what do women have? Feelings? What if women had feelings too? Women don't have enough feelings. In dude, my what opinion. if gingers have feelings? <laughs> what if gingers had feelings, dude? Dude, I wanted to see Merida and Soul, but that's impossible. Yeah, statistical. It's statistical. <laughs> Fucking they're incapable. Dream, Dream can do it. Dream can 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 statistically hack it. Uh, uh, fucking, <laughs> can fucking dream, Meredith. Can soul. dream hack Meredith into the great before. <laughs> soul, soul is definitely it's it's an artistically inclined film. It's got a lot of like interesting art directions. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, I I I'm definitely I'm definitely like ah yeah, Pixar. Like my previous, <laughs> whenever I I thought about Pixar, I was like yeah, Pixar. They make these really emotional films with like these really great character relationships. And I'm like, yeah, Pixar takes things, builds an entire absurd world out of them, then staffs celebrities to voice it, and all of their comedy is, like, super pedestrian and lame. It's truly, it's tr- fucking sad. It's truly fucking sad, because you know what? Yeah, I hate it, dude. I dude, hate it. You know what was has never been a sticking point of Pixar movies before was comedy. Literally no one has ever complained about the comedy in a Pixar movie. And now it's all I can fucking do is talk about the fucking comedy in Pixar movies because it's the worst. Their sense of humor in these new movies is fucking, like, so... It's fucking DreamWorks tier, dude. I'm fucking serious. Their sense of humor is DreamWorks tier in their movies recently. It's God. bad. Ugh, I just... It may... Pixar... 
make it uh, again dude i don't think there's another studio or anything out there in any field that i I, i'm just like oh god i've never seen it more brutally fucking mutilated in my goddamn life just a just a fucking decline dude just the the greatest decline of all time i i mean on one hand i you have to stop and ask yourself because it can't be that good forever can it it really can't like it, it it like the only fucking studio like the only the only fucking studio i can think of that like maintained consistent output to wrap it back to the shit we talked about with like capcom and stuff is the great wolf lodge yes yes as we talked about by our two radically different experiences early on in the podcast (laughs) we both agree the great wolf lodge is is mid except for what it's based yeah, that's yeah. It, it, it's so consistent. We came up with an idea. I came up with an idea to do a tier list because they're all consistent, and we all put them in. We'll all do it. And they're all going B. The, you know what uh, the problem? They're going B. B. <laughs> you know what the problem is though is that we'd have to see each other in swimsuits. That would be weird. Yeah, we would have to. No, we'd have to see each other in swimsuits eighteen different times. <laughs> Because we have to go to every water park, every water facility. We have to go to ev- <laughs> every water facility. <laughs> we, have to- we have to go to every arcade. We have to go to every water locale. <laughs> Fucking shit. That's the end of the episode. <laughs> At Miku's Crackhouse on Twitter. And Discord. Discord link in the description also pinned on the Twitter. Have a good night. (laughs) (laughs) Anime thighs when she opened up so wide I got a twinkle in my eye. Asian pussy is so tight I just really want to pipe. Oh my gosh she got them big ass titties she's only five. Anime thighs when she opened up so wide I got a twinkle in my eye. Asian pussy is so tight I just really want to pipe. Oh my gosh she got them big ass titties she's only five. Hey, bitch I'm about to fuck this cutie so I whip out my katana and I knock this little bitch out with just one hit like I'm Saitama. Why you act like you retarded like little bitch I don't want drama. I still hit when she says no don't understand what she don't wanna. Hey, sword fighting with my penis like I'm in a fucking dojo. All these bitches want me like my name was fucking Jojo. Asian penis is too tiny like it was a no show. Bitch don't watch your coochie watch anime. With the bros, Say though. my motherfucking bitch. I might pull up, give those thighs a little motherfucking kiss. And man, if you talking shit, tell Ryuki on a list. Yeah, your sister is my groupie. She take this anime dick. Okay, okay, like little bitch, I don't care if that fat ass is too deep. Score a bounty on that pussy. You can call me Spike Lee. Putting out fire, getting ice, bitch. I'm Todoroki. And if you got some shit to say, then you can say it to me. Anime thighs, when she open up so wide, I got a twinkle in my eye. Asian pussy is so tight, I just really wanna pipe. Oh my gosh, she got them big ass titties, she's only five. Anime thighs, when she open up so wide, I got a twinkle in my eye. Asian pussy is so tight, I just really wanna pipe. Oh my gosh, she got them big ass titties, she's only five. Asuna, Asuna, Mikasa, please can you just give me head, please just get on your knees, bitch, I'll beat up that ass like my name is Bruce Lee, and I'll eat up that pussy like I'm Kaneki, ayy, Asian people driving, are they even trying, I be buying all this hentai so I jerk it, I'm not lying, now I'm sighing, cause I want Hatsune Miku, now I'm crying, when I fuck anime bitches, I'll be moaning and be whining, ayy, thick thighs look sexy, even when especially she decides to wear her dress, ooh, nozzles on my neck, now we laying on the bed, man, I love my body pillow, especially giving head, you know what's next 
Anime thighs when she opened up so wide, I got a twinkle in my eye. Asian pussy is so tight, I just really wanna pipe. Oh my god, she got them big ass titties, she's only five.